So much of our lives inside Either in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What's up, guys? And welcome into a another episode of the Work Forever Podcast. This week we are talking about business culture. So there's been a whole bunch of talk recently about business culture all over social media. It's all over uh, just about any blog that you open up. It's it's become one of these almost cliche type of things to talk about, right? So. I figured that I would set the set the record straight as to where I stand on it. And I think I have a little bit of cred in this in this area. I feel like I've been building a pretty good culture uh, remotely, which where a lot of people believe that work culture can only be created, maintained, developed in a in-person environment that uh, walls, ping pong tables, these types of things make. Uh, a business culture and they're the way that you define your culture. And the only way that you can actually have a culture is by getting together. And so that couldn't be further, further from the truth. In fact, if you look at some of the best business culture out there, a lot of those organizations do have some sort of a remote capacity to it. Uh, they're working remote in some form or fashion, regardless of the last two years. So I know the last two years, lots of organizations have been working remote, but I'm talking about regardless of of COVID, uh, whatever you whatever you want, however you would look at the last two years, the best business cultures have always had displaced workforces. There is a lot of people when they talk about business culture, they point to Starbucks, which Starbucks is a book that my organization we're doing a book club on right now. It's called the Starbucks Experience, and the Starbucks Experience. Uh, talks about all the business culture that Starbucks has implemented and how how great their culture is. And if you think about Starbucks now, while they might not be what you might think of when you think of a remote organization in terms of people working from home, they are very much a displaced workforce where they have multiple locations throughout the United States and in the world, really, where they have to instill their core values in different cultures, different countries, different uh, states across people that and, and oftentimes have never met the CEO, right? There's a lot of most of the people who work for, for Starbucks haven't met the CEO. They probably haven't met many people from upper management and who they have met is their direct general manager. And that direct general manager and, uh, has uh, received what they believe to be Starbucks culture through processes, procedures, governance uh, from the top down. So uh, business culture does not have to be this, this, you guys all have to sit in the same room. We all have to uh, see, touch, and feel you uh, all the time. In fact, if you look at the landscape of that, where of what people believed to be culture, it, people were actually unhappy. They were unhappy when they went to work, which affected your business culture. So there was a there's a study that came out 
And I'm going to read off some statistics. This is from True Path. So this is all about company culture. And, and they, these are some company statistics that they found uh, in some of their uh, surveys that they, that they sent out. So 64% they found, 64% of all employees felt that uh, their organization uh, did not have a strong work, work culture. So 64% felt that they were not in a strong work culture. And 49% of all employees are not satisfied with their direct superior. So, which I would, I would say that those, those two numbers are probably related. They, that you, can, you can be displeased with your direct superior and believe that you have a strong work culture maybe <laughs> right um but i think that if you're if you're if you are pleased with your direct superior it's probably because your direct superior is instilling uh the business culture and um what is to be passed on so before we dive any deeper into business culture let's talk about exactly what it is because it's a it's a buzzword that has gone around the internet like i said and lots of people are using it to mean multiple different things and so what i define business culture it, in and what I believe it is, is what a company stands for and their identity beyond their employees. So a lot of it is kind of built over their mission, but more so what is their guiding compass. So I would say that core values from a biblical sense. So I'll point to the Bible and to say, what are some core values of the Bible? And I think most people would point to the Ten Commandments. Like these are here. Hey, here you go. Here are some things that we told you that uh, to make a, a a good person. You know, don't kill, don't steal, honor your mother and father. Those types of things, right? So these are the Ten Commandments. Hey, you know, what, how are we supposed to act, God? And God was like, Hey, here you go, man. Here's ten things. You know, do this, right? Now you can argue more. You know, other things throughout the Bible. I'm not here to argue about that, but I'm saying that it was placed. These are the core values, right? And there were 10 of them. Now, I believe that we should follow that same model when doing a business culture and you should have 10 core values of things that are most important to the do's and do nots of your business, right? This is who we are. Some people would say that 10 is too many. I've heard three, I've heard five, I've heard seven. I'm, I, we have 10 and we make a big, big deal about them. Uh, they are hireable and fireable offenses. They are how we hire. They are how we fire. They are how we do everything. If there's a decision that needs to be made within our organization, we point to our core values to say, hey, what does our core values say that we are we are to do? Another organization uh, outside of Starbucks, outside of the Bible, uh, that has very, very strong core values um, and business culture would be a business you guys have probably never heard of, and that's Zapier. Um, or not Zapier, I'm sorry. It is um, uh, Zappos, which Zappos is is a is a business that a lot of people haven't heard of these days. Zappos is a shoe company, at least that's where they started, and they had they they are essentially the ones who invented two day shipping. They invented Amazon Prime. Amazon bought Zappos some some time ago, but they're core values and their company culture was so large and they dealt with a displaced workforce where they had logistics uh, organizations throughout the, throughout the company where they delivered packages. They, in fact, they 
didn't say that they deliver packages, except that's what they were doing. The packages had shoes in them, but their whole thing is delivering happiness, which I have that book. That's why I'm looking down, but they, they have, they, uh, they talk about delivering, delivering happiness. They don't deliver shoes. They don't deliver purchase purses. They, they deliver happiness. And so that was part of their identity as a business. Part of their core values was to deliver happiness. So when you're talking about your business culture, what's most important to you as a business owner? What's most important to you as a business? So our core values, like I said, we have 10 of them. And they spell out foundation because I believe that core values are the foundation to our, to an organization. So I think that if you have strong foundations, you have strong bones, then the house won't fall. Right. And so there are a few things um, that of ways that you can take and build a business culture. And I'll give you three things. So the first set to building a business culture is what we've been talking about thus far. And that's setting your core values. So when you set these core values, make them something that is easy to remember. Put an acronym. That's what, like I said, our acronym is is foundation. So the F is faith, family, fun. The O um, is operational wow. The U is understand and innovate. The N is uh, never stop learning. D is don't follow the lead. A is accountability. T is take to the community. I is incorporate happiness. O is over communicate. And N is nurture and grow. Those are our core values. And so everyone is, is, is meant to understand, learn, and uh, treat them with, with respect. And so with those, we allow members to kind of take them and run, right? One of our core values is don't follow the lead. So when we give you these core values, don't, uh, don't follow them blindly, although, you know, hold them very near and dear, but build culture within culture, right? So I was visiting uh, First Form uh, in May, and so some of the things that First Form does, and if you don't know who First Form is, they are a supplement and nutrients company. Although if you asked Andy, he'd probably say they're a little bit more than that. Um, founded by Andy Frisella and their president is Sal Frisella. And they are widely praised as one of the best business cultures as well, which up until May, a lot of people would point to First Form saying that they were an organization that did not have remote employees, which after visiting them and talking to Andy and talking to Sal, uh, Sal, when I asked him how many remote employees they have, he said 10,000, which is their legionnaires. So that's, that is their, their uh, remote workforce. According to Sal, that's, that was the first thing that came to his mind. When talking to Andy, he said that the first thing that came to his mind was that half their workforce was remote. And, and he was more talking about the inner workings. So they have a huge facility out in St. Louis and half of their people work remote because their facility, they've outgrown their facility. So they are building a new facility and right now half of their employees, I think he said they have 200 on site, another 200 to 400 were remote. So, and when I asked him point blank, what do you think about people who say that you can't build a, a, a culture remotely? He was like, call liars. So, uh, so there you go. So setting those core values is your first thing that you can do to building a culture, regardless of its remote. We talk a lot about remote. In fact, the entire premise of this podcast is about remote life, remote work. And so if you are going to work for a business, whether you are, you are the employee or the employer, set core values. These can be your personal core values. So I've told this story before. 
with my personal core values. I am a Redskins fan or was a Redskins fan or commanders or football team, whatever you want to say. I group a Redskins fan and I am no longer a Washington football team fan. I'm still a Redskins fan, you know, hail the Redskins, but that's their, that's a past thing now. Now they're the, uh, they were, they were the Washington football team. And then they, now they're the, the Washington commanders. And so I know a lot of people who left the, you know, becoming Washington. They're no longer Washington fans because of the whole name change. I don't really care about the name change. That that never really bothered me. Um, it is what it is, right? I I have my own views on that, but my like, who really cares? To be honest, like, it's just a name. Um, what I care more about is my personal core values and beliefs of who I should be supporting. And the owner of the Washington football team is Dan Snyder. And the guy is accused of rape, um, misconduct, sexual harassment, uh, promoting a toxic work culture, uh, just being an all around awful human being, stealing, lying, you name it, this guy's done it, right? And so if I am going to say that I have strong core beliefs and values, and I'm going to continue to support somebody who has terrible core values and personal beliefs, what does that say about my own core values? Can I really say that I have strong core values if I'm supporting this person? So no. I, so I made the the decision to no longer support the Washington football team. And I've chosen the Tennessee Titans as my new team. I did some research. Seems like they have a really good involved owner. And I made sure that I chose somebody that more accurately reflected my, my core beliefs. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're supporting Yes, you're supporting your city, I guess, but it's really, it's, there's an owner who's selling a product, right? So I do that with just about every product that I use, right? So I, you know, here I have my Black Rifle coffee mug, right? So I choose to support Black Rifle coffee because I support the veterans. I believe that uh, supporting veterans is something that's extremely important and freedom and all that other the stuff that comes along with it, right? So I believe that um, I go out of my way to purchase Black Rifle coffee. And I have other brands as well that I will go out of my way to, to shop. I, I, I tend to shop small, uh, supporting small business. As a small business owner, I like to go in and, and uh, support other small businesses. So defining my own core values was, was extremely important to who I should be supporting, where I should be working, what I should be doing. So even if you're not an employer, this is a is still an extremely important topic for you. So as an employer, though, it needs to be you setting those core values and then instilling them into your people. So that's step one. Core values is the way to create a strong business culture. Number two is to hire based on core values. So if you're the employee, you should be going and trying to get hired by an organization that has strong core values. But if you are the employer, you should be hiring based on your core values. So there's a few different ways that people hire employees. So there is a, there's a couple acronyms that, that people have thrown around. Um, and I'm going to point to Andy Frisella again, because he, he points to, uh, he hires off something that he calls heat. Um, and before I get into heat, I'll define the old way that typically most organizations hire. Uh, and it is ICE is the way, is the acronym that uh, a lot of people go by. And the, the, the ICE is uh, intelligence. So, you know, where'd you go to school? Uh, what's your GPA? Um, you know, 
how how well did you do? What what are you, what is your intelligence? What's your IQ? You know, what was your SAT scores? You know, did you get a, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree? You know, that's the intelligence aspect of it. Let me see your resume. The C is uh, certifications. So they'll take a look and they'll say, what certifications do you? Why, why are you certified to do this job? What have you you know achieved? And, and the E would be education. And so I kind of touched on that a little bit with intelligence, but the education would be what levels of education? Do you have a high school diploma? Do you have a bachelor's, associate's? Do you have a master's? Do you have a doctorate? What level of education are you, right? That's ICE. Typically how most businesses hire, right? Send me your resume. I'm going to throw out the ones that don't match my levels of intelligence, certification, or education that I believe should be necessary to, to have this position. And that leads to a lot of bad, probably more bad than good, where people are, are hiring because of, not because of what's best for the business, but what's best on paper. For Sella, at first form, the way that he has always talked about that he hires is, is an acronym called HEAT. Um, and I'm going to screw it up, but I believe it is hustle, uh, empathy, attitude, and trainability. So these are more uh, ways that people are and how they function as human beings. Uh, so hustle or uh, hard work or choose your H there, right, is how uh, – what can this person show? What stories can they tell? What examples can they give of when they went above and beyond? Um, empathy, right? What type of empathy do they show? What, you know, what type of um, compassion do they show for others? Do, are they charitable? Do they um, give back to the community? Attitude, you know, they have a positive attitude. Are they, are they, do they seem negative on the interview? Are they bashing their old uh, employers, right? Uh, do they have a positive attitude and positive outlook? And then trainability is probably the most important thing, right? Because let's, let's face it, unless you're a, doing brain surgery, your job's probably not that hard. And you could probably train anybody to do it. They just need to have the want to do it. So how trainable is somebody or how teachable is somebody you talk about athletes a lot of people talk about athletes where they'll say how teachable how coachable is this person because that's what makes a great athlete is how coachable they are same thing should 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 apply when you are are hiring and so take those heat and apply them to your core values that we set in step one your business culture will be better for it if you are bringing in people that you believe can instill more good into your core values and not take away from them then you will be in a better place. It's that simple. That way you build your tribe, you build your people to lift up your core values. And like I said earlier, you know, culture builds culture. So if you bring in more good culture, then they will build it. Bringing up First Form again, a lot of the things that they do, they do the national anthem. I think it's like a 10 o'clock every day. That was not started by Andy or Sal. That was actually started about a where, by a warehouse worker who was like, "Hey, can we do this?" And they were like, and Andy and Sal approved it, and they were like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." You know, that's because they instilled a positive culture of Amer American-made, uh, supporting the troops, supporting local. You know, buy American. You know, don't buy cheap. Uh, you know, stuff from China, stuff like that, right? And so the pride in where we come from it, that showed into their employees, and so. That's now a pretty cool thing. If you ever visit First Form, it's, I believe it's part of the tour where you get to go back there and you stay at 10 o'clock, they play the national anthem, right? That is culture building culture and that's done through hiring. 
Now, step three is fire based on your core values. So when building a business culture, you need to make sure that you're upholding it for the good and making sure that uh, you're not turning away from people who are breaking your, your core values. So it doesn't matter how top performer they are, how much money they're bringing into the, to the organization. It doesn't matter how, you know, how good they are at their job. If you let somebody be toxic in your organization, breaking your core values, it will have a trickle down and it will spread. And people within your organization will start to do the same thing. And then you'll have people who aren't top performers breaking the rules and going against core values. And now you don't even have core values. You just have things written on walls, right? So make sure that you are firing people or disciplining. If you're like, whoa, man, I can't fire right away. I can't fire that guy. Well, then discipline them, suspend them. Like make sure that you are punishing those who are going against your core values. Because if you do not have your core values, you don't have a strong business culture. You don't have a strong business culture. And then you're going to have unhappy employees and unhappy employees take 15, say these statistics, 15 more sick days each year than the average worker. So that means people are just going to be tapping out. Hey man, I'm out. Right. And, and then they're going to likely be going elsewhere. Turnover at companies of, with poor culture is upwards of 48%. Think about that for a second. More than half of your employees, if you have a poor culture, will be turning over in a yearly basis. That's crazy. That's crazy. What a crazy number. <laughs> like, can you afford that? Of course you can't because that's costing you tons and tons and tons of money. It's probably costing you tons of money because you have to train new employees. You have to bring them up. It's, uh, it's costing you money because you can't scale that. It's costing you money because now your clients are disgruntled and mad because you're learning. Uh, they have to learn new people's names and people are different on the meetings or it's a new person who's uh, fixing their sink or whatever it is that you do. They, it, it's new and, grow, and change and people don't like change. So make sure that you are punishing or firing based on your core values. Because if you don't fire when you have the chance, the good employees are going to leave. They're not going to stick around for it. So what's worse, losing one or two people who are breaking your, your core values or losing the five or six really good people that had a lot of promise that are, are leaving because of the toxic work culture. That's up to you. That's your choice. So guys, this is how you do it. This is how you instill business uh, culture. This is how you build a positive culture. I think that I have, like I said, I think I feel like I have a lot of swag here. Uh, when it comes to this, we were the 2021 Washington Business Journal best place to work. We were the 2022 Washington Business Journal's best place to work. We were number three in 2021, and we were number, I think we were number six in, uh, in 2022 in the Washington, D.C. area. So Washington, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and Northern Virginia. So I don't know. We Maybe we dropped in 2022. I don't know. <laughs> not like, I actually was kind of like not very happy uh, that we were number six. Um but it is what it is, right? But I, we are an award-winning um, business culture. So I think that's pretty cool. I think that gives me a little bit of swag here. Um, but guys, this, that, that's it. One, set your core values. Two, hire your core values. And three, hire after core value. Build an award-winning 
place where people Let's love to work. So Guys, until next time, hope you're having a good day. Come on back, grab a drink, sit back, and work wherever. Until next time, guys. Let it down Cause you can work well But not